This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 468. 10 Ways to Get Back on Track After a Binge, part two, by Rachel Link with Healthline.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from some of the most popular blogs out there, with permission from the authors, of course. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, definitely check out yesterday's episode first. That's episode 467. And so as a quick reminder, we're talking about how to prevent one weekend of maybe binge eating from turning into a full lapse or maybe a complete relapse or a full-blown collapse. Think of it this way. Let's use a road trip as an analogy. Say you're driving along and your destination is maybe an hour away. But as you're driving, you accidentally make one wrong turn. That's what I would call a lapse. But let's take another example. Let's say you're driving along the road to your ultimate goal and you end up making a wrong turn, but it was so bad you ended up right back at home. You ended up in the exact same spot you started with. That would be like a relapse. A collapse would be something like this. You're driving along, you're headed towards your goal, but then not only do you make a U-turn, and end up back at home, you end up back at home in a rut. It's as if your car fell into a ditch and you can't get out. That's a collapse. And so these tips that I'm about to share with you are helping prevent a relapse and a full-blown collapse. Lapses are okay, because you end up back on track and headed towards your ultimate destination. But a relapse, collapse, not so good. So let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. 10 Ways to Get Back on Track After a Binge, Part 2, by Rachel Link with Healthline.com. Tip number six, fill up on veggies. Vegetables are rich in many of the beneficial nutrients your body needs, including a range of important vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. Loading up on veggies post-binge is another effective strategy to help prevent overeating. Vegetables are high in fiber, which moves slowly through the gastrointestinal tract, undigested, helping promote feelings of fullness. Studies show that bumping up your fiber intake can help you regulate your weight by influencing you to eat less. One review found that when people increased their fiber intake by 14 grams daily, they consumed 10% fewer calories on average and lost significantly more weight. Another study showed that people who ate more vegetables lost more weight and felt less hungry compared to a control group. A good rule of thumb is to fill at least half of your plate with veggies at each meal. You can also try incorporating more veggies into your snacks to cut cravings and reduce the risk of overeating. Carrots with hummus, roasted chickpeas, and baked kale chips all make delicious, nutritious snack options. Summary. Get back on track after a binge by filling up on vegetables. They're high in fiber and may help promote weight loss and feelings of fullness. Tip number seven. Avoid skipping meals. After a big binge, planning out what you're going to eat for dinner may be the last thing you want to think about. However, skipping meals may actually slow your progress and enhance cravings, increasing the likelihood of another binge. According to one study performed using 14 healthy women, eating three meals per day instead of two helped sustain feelings of fullness over the course of the day and even increased fat burning. Another study of 15 people compared the effects of eating in a single meal per day or spreading the same number of calories over three meals. Not only did eating one meal per day increase levels of ghrelin, the hunger hormone, but it also had other adverse effects on health, including higher fasting blood sugar 
and delayed insulin response. Studies also show that adhering to a regular eating pattern may be associated with less binge eating. Whether you're used to eating three meals a day or a larger number of smaller meals, the best thing you can do after binging is get back to your normal routine and stick with what works best for you. Summary. Skipping meals may increase hunger and appetite, leading to a higher risk of overeating. Adhering to a regular eating pattern may be associated with less binge eating. Tip number eight, start exercising. Setting a regular exercise regimen can come with a multitude of health benefits, but it may be especially useful after an episode of unplanned binging. One study that included 84 obese women found that a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, and exercise was more effective at reducing binge eating frequency than cognitive behavior therapy alone. Another small study in people with binge eating disorder reported that six months of regular exercise stopped binge eating altogether in 81% of participants. Exercise may also regulate your appetite to help keep your food intake in check and prevent overeating. A review of 20 studies reported that exercise can help suppress levels of ghrelin, a hormone that stimulates hunger, while also increasing levels of hormones that promote feelings of fullness. Incorporating exercise into your routine can also improve your mood and reduce stress levels, which will both help reduce your risk of emotional eating. Try hitting up the gym shortly after a binge to stay motivated and get back on track. Even better, make exercise a regular part of your routine try finding a type of physical activity that you actually enjoy. Summary. Exercising after a binge can help you get back on track. It may influence hormones that affect hunger and can improve your mood. Develop a regular exercise routine to help prevent yourself from binge eating in the future. Tip number nine, practice mindful eating. Mindful eating is the practice of paying close attention to the way you feel while you eat, instead of just mindlessly shoving food into your mouth. It's all about recognizing how you feel while eating and enjoying the taste, texture, and smell of your foods. Mindful eating may help treat binge eating disorder, a condition characterized by recurring episodes of binge eating. One review of 14 studies showed that practicing mindfulness effectively reduced incidences of both binge eating and emotional eating. Another small study found that when women with binge eating problems were given combined mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy, they experienced improved eating behaviors and increased self-awareness. A review of 24 studies showed that mindful eating may help people reduce their food intake later in the day, which could help them lose weight. To start practicing mindful eating, minimize external distractions and try eating and enjoying your food slowly. Learn to recognize when you're feeling full to know when it may be time to stop eating. Summary. Try eating mindfully to help curb your binge eating. Mindful eating has been shown to reduce binge eating and emotional eating. It may also help reduce food intake later in the day. Tip number 10, increase your protein intake. Boosting your intake of protein-rich foods can have a powerful effect on regulating your hunger signals, appetite, and feelings of fullness. In fact, a study of 19 people showed that increasing protein intake from 15% to 30% of one's daily calories reduced their daily calorie intake by 441 calories on average and also led to significant decreases in body weight and fat mass. Protein may also impact levels of hormones like ghrelin that can influence hunger. In fact, one study found that eating a high-protein meal reduced levels of ghrelin more effectively than eating a high-carb meal. Another study showed that a high-protein diet improved fat burning and feelings of fullness. Plus, it increased concentrations of GLP-1, a hormone associated with appetite suppression.
Ideally, you should make sure you're including a good source of protein into each meal and eating high-protein snacks throughout the day. Some examples of protein-rich foods include lean meat, seafood, eggs, nuts, seeds, and dairy products. Summary. Increasing your protein intake can influence certain hunger hormones to promote feelings of fullness and reduce calorie intake. The bottom line. Slipping up and binge eating while you're on a diet can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to slow your progress or hinder your weight loss. Instead, let go of the guilt, forgive yourself, and don't let it impact your motivation. These simple tips will help you get back on track and continue toward your goals. You just listened to part two of the post titled 10 Ways to Get Back on Track After a Binge by Rachel Link with Healthline.com. Part of the research I performed when I was in graduate school was actually looking at some of these hunger and fullness hormones, so ghrelin, leptin, and GLP-1. And we did fine for those that consumed less protein each day when they bumped up some of their protein, actually produced less of the hunger hormone and more of the I feel satisfied hormone. But here's the catch. These were folks that didn't consume a whole lot of protein each day. So when we bumped them up, it was more than what they were used to getting. And it wasn't to that level that we would expect like a bodybuilder to consume. So there does seem to be kind of a happy medium where you don't need too much protein, but just be sure that you're getting the recommended amounts. We also found that fiber was important for controlling some of these hunger and fullness hormones. But again, I completely agree with the bottom line here. If you do mess up, don't feel guilty, forgive yourself, maybe learn from it, think about what could I do differently next time, and then get right back on track. Remember, it's consistency over time that makes a difference. Whether you're trying to lose weight or whether you're putting on weight, it's all about doing those same behaviors over and over. So if you binge eat once or have a weekend of it, it's no big deal. That was just a little blip, a little lapse. Don't let it become a full-blown relapse or collapse. Now, speaking of which, before I go, if you're looking for accountability with your diet and fitness habits, a Facebook group can help with that. And we have one for the podcasts where you're welcome to post and meet like-minded people. You can find that at oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. Or just search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook and request access to join. All right, that's it for today. I hope you're having a great week so far. Thank you as always for listening. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.